I've been having uh, a series of thoughts around love and relationships. I've been finding myself like reading more texts and just generally doing more research and, and finding more information within those those areas of, of life. Um, specifically, one, I, I feel like there's just a general lack of knowledge around this subject matter. Um, and I feel that this is this is the most valuable shit in life, right? The quality, the quality and the strength of the relationships that you have with the people that you love and the intensity of that love. So I feel like we just, as a society, as a culture, as people, we just need to be having these conversations more. Um, this is the end game. Everything else that's happening in your life, everything else that you're doing is 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 to put you on a trajectory to get to these things or to allow you more time to spend with the people that you love or loving people or expressing yourself through acts of love. That to me is, and, and maybe this is just my opinion, but I, I think that is the most valuable shit on earth. That, that That's what we should be doing. And that's what we're, we should be moving towards that. So I'm moving towards that. I want to be moving more towards that, that state of being. So I've been doing a lot more research just to better understand this and, and to better understand myself, to better understand the, the, the principles and fundamentals and, 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 and wisdom that has been collected over the ages around this subject matter so that I can just be more fluid with it. You know, th this is stuff that you don't get taught and it's not part of the curriculum when you're going through school and, and in your formative years. So at what point do you learn it? Do you just learn it on the fly as you, you happen into these relationships that you have and just kind of figure it out at the expense of someone else's pain and at the expense of your pain and your suffering? I mean, that's part of it, right? That's 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 the practice part. But shouldn't there be, just like with anything else the, the, that you're trying to learn and become proficient at, Shouldn't there be like a, a part where you're just in reflection and thinking about, you know, the ideal way of approaching it or, or setting a sort of mental model for yourself, which is based on sound principles, just like anything else that that has evolved over time um, and 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 it has reached a, a level of of. I don't know. I don't want to say perfection because I don't. I don't believe in that, especially when it comes to love. But just there's a there's a uh, there's been a lot of knowledge that has been accumulated around this subject matter. So it seems stupid to not look at it and try to learn from it. If your your intentions are to become a better lover or better at forming and maintaining relationships, which is really the the, the point of all this. So I've been reading some stuff. Um, I read The Course of Love, or, or, or am reading The Course of Love by Elaine de Bottom. And one thing struck me as really, really important and profound, which is the role that media plays in shaping the ideal 
perception of what love is supposed to be. And the the statement referenced like fairy tales and how typically at the end of a fairy tale, you know, the two people, oftentimes it's a man and a woman, heterosexual context. Obviously, there can be different couplings, different ways for people to fall in love. But just for the sake of the the story, it was, you know, the fairy tale, man and woman, heterosexual, man being the masculine energy, woman being the uh, feminine energy. They fall in love um, and then they live happily ever after. And and obviously in real life, we 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 see so many relationships dissolve in divorce and end um, quite often. And we know that this, the, the initial spark of love is not necessarily what the full, like what the, uh, uh, a mature representation of, of what love is supposed to be. Like what does love look like over 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years? Is it meant to even last that long? Like these are just questions now that I think we should all just be asking more on a, on a, on a regular basis and having like dynamic conversations around it. Especially if it is said to be one of the most important elements to our existence, to life. It's what we all crave, what we're all after on some level. So why aren't we talking about it more? And, you know, everything else is important, but this is the most important. So we should be talking about it more. So I've been just putting more time into understanding this and using this as as my guiding light and just researching stuff and asking more questions and 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 finding ways to make this more not only present in my life but just to 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 become more proficient at forming loving relationships and maintaining them because that is in my opinion the end game that's what we are all trying to do everything else is is a function of that so just like in in business you know and in and and forming strategy you know you 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 start with the outcome that you want first and then you work your way backwards so i'm i think as a as a coach i guess my my final thought is i think we should spend more time thinking about the the outcomes that we want in terms of loving relationships you know from and, and all the, the all the types of loving relationships that you you have loving relationships with friends loving relationships with you know parental figures loving relationships you know romantically with you know significant others like thinking about the mental models around that and thinking about the ideal scenarios that you want and and also being extremely realistic realistic around what that actually means in your life and and borrowing from from other narratives other other sources other references you know even looking at at pieces of art which over time you know i, I mentioned the fairy tale narrative but over time we've we've had more realistic representations of of what look, love looks like contemporary love looks like through through you know, television shows and movies and, and things like that, um, that are that are giving more realistic 
baseline range to to reference but i think we should just be forming these things constantly in our heads because this is this is the end game that we're all after so having a better sense of what that looks like for for us will will even impact the decisions that we're making in in you know what schools what type of schools we want to go to what type of you know what type of job we choose and and all these other decisions that seem to be hard or difficult you know i feel like when when you truly understand the vision of how you want to live your life and what what you require in order to to feel at peace in 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 living it the decisions you make in your life become a lot easier um and and most of the suffering that we have in our lives are, are through these the, the, the mental thrashing that happens through decision making. And that mental thrashing is often related to not being clear on what the outcome is that you're you're after, what what it is that you're trying to achieve. And and kind of dealing with the trade-offs associated with with that process. But again, just a thought something I'm continuously thinking about and, and hoping um, that uh, everyone else is, is too.